What is up, fantasy football world? This is FPL Boss back with another live stream. It's been a while, hasn't it, since game week 24. Um, and this is the first time we're catching up since it. So we're going to look over that. Obviously, look forward to game week 25 um, and discuss transfers and things like that. Although it feels a while away, it's going to creep up on us and a lot can happen between now and then with injuries, cut games, transfer window, everything. Um, obviously, an out of itch is apparently out, so we're going to discuss that. Um, as you can see from the title, we're going to discuss Aguero versus Kane. And yeah, and obviously I'll answer your questions as always, so let's get into it. Before I forget, there's polls in the top right. I'll quickly let you know a project that I'm involved with. The design is actually on the left there. Um, we're hopefully going to make a t-shirt with this design on, so let me know what you guys think about it. There's a question in the polls regarding that, so um, let me know we're after some feedback on it. And if you are new to the channel and watching this later and you want to get involved with one of these live streams and ask me questions live, then do subscribe and click that notifications bell so you know when I next go live so you can ask me questions live. So let's get into it. Van Kush, hey Pete, yeah, how was Belgium? Uh, it was really good, thanks. Obviously ate a lot of chocolate and drank a lot of beer, so you might have been able to tell I put a bit of weight on. So um, yeah, it was very good. Thank you very much. So yeah, I'll go on a mini rant, not rant, but tangent about Aguero or Kane. So a lot of people are thinking about getting Aguero in for Kane for this next run of three. Obviously, Kane has got three very tricky fixtures coming up. Um, the next three are against United, Liverpool, then Arsenal, which is, I mean, as tough as it gets, really. So there's a lot of discussion about getting Kane out um, and Aguero in for the, that tough run. Obviously... Um, City have nicer fixtures and that's why people are going for it. Um, so my opinion on it is if you haven't gained a lot of value on Kane so far and you got him in kind of at the 13 million mark, 12.9, I think it's easier to get him out for Aguero for the short time and then get him back in again. Probably works out well, um, although you are kind of wasting well, not wasting, but using two free transfers that are very precious at this time of year. Um, personally, for my team, I'll pop it up now. I got Kane in very early, so I've got I've gained a lot of value in that. So if I got rid of him and then brought him in two weeks later, I'd lose a lot of monetary value. I think it's like 0.3 or 0.4 million maybe, um, which for two weeks kind of feels like a bit of a waste, um, especially if it was for such a long time. And I probably would definitely want to get him back in because once Jesus is back Aguero is going to get rotated again so for my team it's not really um, it's not really a good plan especially because I've already got three City players so I'd have to get rid of one of them to get Aguero in but there are a few situations where it could work i.e. if you've not already if you've got Kane in recently and haven't gained lots of money on him if you haven't already got three um, City players but you just have to be careful with um the Jesus news because I do think he'll be back quite soon and with the amount of games City have got maybe Aguero isn't even nailed on when Jesus is out so it's a tricky one I'm kind of glad I'd, I it's not really um, a good option for me because I'd be very torn but I'm leaning towards keeping Kane because he can score against any team he is one of those players that can get a goal or two against good teams so I still expect him to score Aguero might have a higher ceiling but 
it might ruin the rest of your season um, trying to make that change. So Van Kush asks, any transfers planned? Um, so before I answer that question, actually, I'll quickly review my team from Game Week 24 um, for you guys. I got 54 points, I think. Let's have a look while it loads. I'm pretty sure I got 54 points. Um, Captain Kane got a goal. It was between Kane or Salah. made the right choice, so I'm happy about that. Salah obviously didn't do anything, which was a shock against Swansea. Um, Sun didn't do anything, which, I mean, he was on such a good run anyway. I'm not that angry about it. I just brought in an Outovich. He got an assist. And I just brought in Sane, who got an assist. So I'm happy about that because I got rid of Eriksen, who didn't even play. And I got rid of Richarlison, who didn't do anything. So I gained from those transfers. Unfortunately, Nautovic got injured like straight away and is looking like he's out for game week 25. So I might have to make a move there. But I benefited from the whole situation. Sterling got an assist, which is good. Alonso got a clean sheet. Christensen is cursed still. I mean, he, I th is it the past three weeks he's been brought off early or hasn't played when Chelsea have got a clean sheet? Which is just frustrating. But, you know... Um, it is what it is, and hopefully with Cahill out, he'll come back and start getting the clean sheets, because Chelsea still have nice fixtures. Um, Otamendi didn't get a clean sheet, so I think it's the last three he's not had one now, so he's kind of due one, although that doesn't really mean anything. Um, but he's staying at the moment. Although City are interested in Laporte, so from Bilbao, so if he comes in, I mean, it could make him rotatable if if Pep likes the way Stones passes the ball, who knows? Keep an eye on that one. And then Fabianski out of nowhere getting a clean sheet against Liverpool, which I was, I was pretty happy with. Out of everything that could happen in that game, that was probably the best for me because obviously everyone has Salah. Most people who even have Fabianski won't have played him against Liverpool. So I think that boosted me up and I got 54 points. Um, so yeah, Van Crush asks, any transfers planned? So I'll go into my team review, uh, preview for game week 25. My plan was always at this point to get rid of Son and bring in Mares if he's still at Leicester by then. Um, there are rumours actually that we spotted at the Arsenal game, which I mean means that there could be a move on the cards there, which would probably put me off him. Um, but by that time, we'll have found out basically if he's going to move or not. And I am eyeing up Mares for that spot. I might have to take a points hit to get rid of Anatovic. Um, and the main player that I'm looking at, although I, I slagged him off at the beginning of the season for his inconsistency, is Shikiri at six million, because Stoke have really nice fixtures, um, and he's on set pieces. I think he's on pens, and he's creative. So against lesser teams, he will get points. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of going against myself with that idea. So we'll see what I actually do by the end. I'm just going to check, actually, if I could just do an Outovich to Mares. I don't think I've got that much money. I've got 1.2 in the bank. Now, I can't quite stretch that far, unfortunately. I really want Mares though. Um, so, especially this week, because I think his price is only going to keep going up as um, his fixtures are just so nice from now until the end of the season. Really, I think once he's in, he's a season keeper. So it's just how quickly you get him in now. Um, Jaden, should I stick with Zahar or upgrade him with someone else? Still have 0.5 left in my bank. So let's have a look at Palace's fixtures, shall we? Because I think that's obviously the first place you want to start. Um, 
fixtures. They turn tough in game week 28. It's got West Ham, Newcastle and Everton. Um, it, it could be a good time to get rid of him for Shakiri, And that would give you... I mean, Shakiri's 6 million, Zahar's 6.9. So then you'd end up with 1.4 in the bank. If you could do a lot with that 1.4, it could be worth doing it. Because I feel like Zahar and Shakiri have the same sort of threat level over the next few weeks. Um, but obviously Shakiri is cheaper. So if you could do some marvellous things with that 1.4 left, then potentially make that move. Van Kush had this master plan and had exact cash for Mares and William and Aguero. So I thought I'll keep getting them before the price rises. Already got in Mares and William who now gets injured. Yeah, that's that's the risk, isn't it, with making early transfers. It's frustrating because when you have a plan and you think, oh, that's going to make my team perfect and you can just afford it, you're always tempted to hit that button early and then risk them getting injured as one has done, which is very unfortunate. Jensen, best defender for 4.4 million, not West Ham. Um, Dummett, potentially at Newcastle. Let me just double check he's still playing, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he is. I think, is he still 4.2 as well? Yeah, he's still 4.2 and yeah, he's he's played four of the last five. So it's a good sign for him. Um, as Van Kush says, Chilwell looks very tasty and with their fixtures and his the position he's actually been playing and how much he's been getting forward looks like a very good option. Reza, hi mate. Jean, hi there. Thanks for tuning in, boys. How did your game week 24 get on? Yeah, let me know how you all did because... Um, I've had a bit of feedback, obviously, on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, but I'd like to know how you all did. Van Kush, Christiansen on 0-0-1-1-1 with Chelsea getting four clean sheets in these five. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? As an owner, obviously, it's annoying, but... Um, I mean, his look's got to change soon. But Chelsea's defence has been so strong recently. Um, and he's. it's not like he's he's performing badly or... His potential to keep clean sheets is bad. It's pure bad luck. So hopefully that bad luck will change and he'll start cashing in on those Chelsea clean sheets. Um, especially seeing as though I've doubled up on Chelsea. I kind of need it a bit. I, I, I've also been tempted by Christensen to Jones, to be honest. But we'll see about that, won't we? John Nate, 67 points this week. I've already got in Sanchez for Sane as I have... 3.4 million spare is Sanchez worth getting um, so you've already made the move have you wow it's, it's bold that very bold um, I think he has to be scoring a lot of goals to justify his price because he's way above other midfielders that are actually doing pretty well for their price um, I think he's a good differential option him and Mkhitaryan Obviously, at new clubs, people are a bit wary to get them at the moment just to see how they bet in. But if you get them in early and you need a differential, then they're two good places to look. Because when Sanchez is doing well in the Prem, he's an FPL essential. I mean, I think it was last year I basically captained him every week and he did amazing. Mkhitaryan's a cheap option at 7.6 million um, in the Arsenal attack. If they end up getting a Bemiang, they'll have a Bemiang. Lacazette, Mkhitaryan, Urza. I mean, that could be goals galore there. 
Um, so that's another differential. Obviously, they're not guaranteed to succeed. That's why not many people have them in and want to kind of suss out what's going to go on there. But if you do get them in early, as you have, it could be a big differential and a big boost if they do do well. And I mean, if United have good fixtures and you stick captain on Sanchez and he does well, then you're golden. Jan, last round, 78 points. Worrying about my Man United defence and Kane. Someone will fail me, right? I mean, not necessarily. Um, Kane's one of those players, as I've said, who can score against any team. Um, well, yeah, obviously next game they play each other, which isn't ideal, but... Um, I think with United defence and Kane, they're kind of like season keepers. You don't want to get them out just for one game and then bring them back in because you lose too much value there. As I, I, I kind of showed it last game week, I played Fabianski, who had Salah, who I was debating captaining against my own keeper. And Fabianski did well, and obviously it kind of hurt everyone who had Salah, but kind of helped me. Um, I wouldn't worry about Kane, really. Tough fixtures, but if you've gained a lot of value in it, it's worth keeping. And United defence, I mean, they can keep a clean sheet against anyone, as they've shown this season. They can grind out results. So I wouldn't really look at getting rid of them. Although the fixtures aren't amazing, I still feel like they can do do good things there. That's kind of... I mean, the fact that I'm considering Jones at this point when they have Spurs next and then Burnley, who are kind of in good form, shows that if you do have them, you probably don't want to get rid of them at the moment. Van Cushy could do some tomorrow as an Arnie to Mickey. Woohoo-hoo. Now we're talking. I, I'm not really that keen on moving on Mickey yet, to be honest. Um, the one change that I'm... I'm most likely to do is just Sun Tamaris and Artovich to Shakiri, which is quite boring, really. But you have got to look at those fixtures, haven't you, and target players. Um, and, I mean, Mares, I think, is going to end up being very highly owned. Shakiri probably is as well as an R and Artovich replacement. So, although it may seem that I'm lacking differentials, I think the fact that I've got Sterling and Sane there is enough of a differential in my midfield. And the fact that I've not got Firmino and I'm playing kind of like with nearly five big midfielders and a quite strong defence. I mean, if I do the Sun Tamares and Outreach to Shakiri move, then I could even afford De Gea and Fabianski. Let me know what you guys think about that. Because I'll have a lot of money in the bank because obviously my other two strikes are pretty useless at the moment. Not the UK Raider, Vanquish. If he does that, he will literally have my team, Alonso. <laughs> Never mind, he has Alonso. I am blind. Well, there we go. Got the exact same team. I mean, that's, if anything, that's a good sign, I guess, that we're both picking the same players, maybe. Means that we've both seen the same things. Jeremy T, hi all. Hope you had a nice birthday, FPL boss. Thank you very much, mate. Yeah, it was really good. Really good. That's why I didn't stream before Game Week 24. I was off on my jollies in Belgium, but I am back now. And yeah, it was good. Thank you. Um, so, Jaden, what's your good differential? Um... How much is he? If he's, I think he'll be cheap, won't he? He'll be very cheap. So he could be a good differential. How much is he? Five point four million. 
yeah, he could be a good differential for sure because he does like to drive forward. Um, but that price range, well, just in my midfield in general, I like players who play quite far forward. With the amount of attacking people Arsenal have, he's not going to be that far forward, is he? So a 5.4 kind of would probably just be tempted to go down to Milojevic for Palace, who takes the pens and will get goals. Jensen Martin, 49 points this game. Ah. I mean, it's not awful. I've seen a lot worse, but it has, it's been a tough game week for everyone. So, John Nottie, Team De Gea, Jones, Christensen, me, Sanchez, Milosevic, Sterling, Salah, Kane, Gray. That's a pretty good team. Double up on United defence. Well, triple up on United with Sanchez. And with your little um, United emblem, I, I wonder why you're doing that. But yeah, I, I'll, I do really like that team. Um, I think the one of the issues with my team is not having a United defender. Um, I feel like I do need one, really. Although the fixtures don't aren't the greatest. I mean, they, against those lesser teams, they are going to keep clean sheets. And sometimes even against the bigger teams, to be honest. Van Cush, not the UK Raider. The only downs, downside with Mickey is we have a sample size of just three weeks when he played good. Yeah, that's very true, to be fair. I do think the Arsenal system will suit him a lot, but with the likes of Iwobi, who else have they got that kind of has been playing there recently, he might get rotated a bit just while he eases in. Right, so the let me know what the stream quality is like, because I'm getting mixed reports here saying that the video output is low, etc. So I'm going to turn off the music anyway. Get rid of Spotify. Hopefully that will improve it a bit. Let me know when you're back, because this is a bit annoying, actually. That seems to have worked. I think, it's, I think the music was taken a bit out of it. So I'll carry on with the questions. Let me know when you're all back in, obviously. Um, Ellis, evening, mate. Shocking week for me. Scored 47. Already brought in Mares for Sun. Who aren't you happy with in your team? Yeah, I, I want to do that Morris to some move. So that's that's good. 47 isn't too bad. I think everyone kind of got in that sort of range. So not, not too bad, to be honest. Um, yeah, who am I not happy with my team? I mean, I do want to get rid of Sun now that the fixtures change. Now Anatovic is injured, I do want to get rid of him. I'm probably happy with Christensen and Alonso with the fixtures. I'm probably happy with Otamendi with his fixtures. Um... I like the Ogbonna Kenny rotation that I have going, or Quayne if he has good fixtures and comes back. So I'm not I'm not really unhappy to be honest. Obviously my bench is quite poor. Elliot the jury's still out whether he's actually gonna come be the first selection keeper there. Um Niasse, the jury's still out whether he's gonna get a move. If he does which I'm hoping he does to another Premier League team, then he'll become a great asset to have and will add to the potential 
formations that I could play. Could play three five two when he has good formations. Um, the one issue I, I have is the lack of flexibility with my second striker because I'm gone for a four five one effectively. Um, I need to make a big cut to get someone else. And the obvious choice really is probably Firmino or Vardy because of the nice fixtures. But um, I feel like there's still a better value in field from those teams. Like Mares, I think, is a better choice than Vardy. Salah is a better choice than Firmino. Um, so that's where my thoughts are at the moment on that one. And let me know in the comments if anyone did get cut off then because of the stream quality or get get lagged out or anything. Um, Van Kush, William and Firmino or Obame, Obiang and Kane for the next three. Well, is William injured now? I think William might be injured. So in that case, Kane. But I kind of get your point. I think it obviously depends if you've already had Kane, you've gained a lot of value on him or not. Um, but on face value, it might be worth going for Mino and maybe another midfielder. But obviously that will cost you transfers, maybe lose your team value, so it just depends on your situation. Reza, 72 points, could be more than that if I do not replace Hazard for Salah. Yeah, that kind of feels like an annoying time to make that change, but 72 points is still pretty good. You can't complain too much with that. Lee United evening, 79 for this game week. Wow. Got Sanchez in before his price goes up. My team, Adrian, Alonso, Jones, Bellerin. That's a strong back three, that. Mares, Sterling, Lingard, Sanchez, William, Aguero and Vardy. Wow. That's, that's an incredible team. What's your team value at? Because that feels extremely strong. Mara Sterling Lingard. Is, is, okay, so William may not play. It's not a serious injury, so it's not too worrying for you guys who have him. I'm still not, I'm still worried about his rotation because obviously I think Murata will be back next game, so that was one reason why he might have been starting. But yeah. Jean says, Manu seems to, to me to have many similar players, small technical. Is Sanchez just another player like that and a huge rotation risk? Um, I think Sanchez is a bit different just because of the class that he has. I think he's kind of a step above the other small technical players because um, he's got goals, he's got pace, power, whereas a lot of the other players like Mata, Lingard are quite light on the feet and can be pushed off. He can hold, he can hold the ball up, run at players, um, be quite strong and can sometimes even play up front on his own and get the goals. So I think he does offer something different. And you say, given the Aguero the armband again, that's worrying me now because I feel like a lot of people will. And if he does, um, if he does do well, then I'm going to get seriously punished. A man says, hey boss, what are you going to do with an Outovich? And Mervin has just asked that. Thanks for tuning in, Mervin. Um, at the moment, the plan is probably downgrading to Shakiri. He's got nice fixtures. Um, and obviously, is the main man for Stoke. So that's the plan at the moment. But obviously, a lot can change. Either an Outovich could come back earlier than predicted. Kind of unlikely, but could happen. 
or one of my other players get injured and I need to change my moves. But what I'm thinking at the moment is Sun Tamaris and out of which to Shikiri. But we'll see. I'm not completely committed to that just because of the cup games, the transfer windows, etc. JP, I see you getting rid of some for Mahrez. Yep, exactly. That's what I'm planning. Jan says Decore for Wilshire. Um, you could do. I don't. I maybe also be tempted by either Oxlade Chamberlain or Albrighton if you want to cash in on those less than nice fixtures. I wouldn't say Wilshire's really up there for me. Um, Decore. It's weird because he has been getting a lot of goals, but I don't think. He's been playing that well. But, I mean, some of the goals he's been scoring have been absolute screamers. So, he has got goals in him, in him this season. So, Decore could be a good shout as well. Van Kush, Virgil van Dijk looks dangerous against Swansea. Created four chances as a centre-back. You see, I've not actually seen any of the game because so, I was away. So, um Obviously, let me know on these sort of things. But yeah, that sounds promising. I might have to watch that back and see what it looked like and how he played. So yeah, he could be a good option. I kind of would probably prefer a United defender over him though at the moment. Just because of the consistency defensively. JP, if Arnie is injured, who should I get? Shakiri, yeah, that's who I'm thinking. Um, if you can afford it, Mares is a good option as well. Van Kush want Aguero, so either need to take up Firmino or Kane. I'd, I'd probably go for Firmino. Wait, let, let me just. It, it depends. If how much have you? How much value have you gained on Kane? Well, the key thing really is: will you be able to afford getting Kane back in after you've got rid of him? without sort of taking out another player as well. Because if you lose some value while transferring Kane out and then have to buy him back and you don't have enough and then you have to sell someone else that you want, it's a bit annoying. But if you have sort of money in the bank and you can afford it, which to be fair, I actually can. Um, it's just I've already tripled up on City, so it's probably not a good long-term move, to be honest, because it would take a bit of destruction really to afford it. But... If you could afford it, aren't losing too much value, um, don't have any other immediate issues to sort out with your free transfers, then it could be a good way to go. A man so frustrated with Christensen couldn't take it anymore, upgraded him to Alonso, getting rid of Anatovic from Milosevic to make it happen. I think that could be a good move, to be honest. Obviously, I've spoken a lot about Milosevic. He's on pens. Um, Alonso's get will get attacking returns sometimes when he doesn't keep a clean sheet. So it probably is a good move, to be honest. Christensen has been frustrating, but I'm keeping him because I do expect the bad luck to finish at some point. Mervyn finally caught one of these live. Won't be staying long, though. Well, thanks for tuning in anyway, mate. Van Kush Salah will be most captain this week, I reckon. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm pretty certain that that's who I'm going to stick on. I'm not really convinced with any of the City mids at the moment because sometimes they score big but sometimes they completely miss all the goals so we'll see about that. Mervyn already used my two free transfers so irritated. That's 
that's frustrating. Hopefully the players that you've brought in don't get injured because there's a long time to wait now, isn't there? I mean, it's Thursday, got another week and a bit to wait and there are games on transfer windows. Van Kush, so playing safe is Captain Salah. Need a rank boost, anyone else? Yeah, I mean, it is the safe option, but sometimes the safe option is just the best option because it's the obvious choice that is most likely to go well. If you do it, you stay caught with the opposition. If you don't do it, you drop massively. JP, should I do a minus four to get in Mares and Shakiri for Son and Arnie if injured? You see, this is the same situation I'm in, basically. Um, I will probably... If if it if the deadline was tomorrow, I would probably do an out of it, out Shakiri and Sun out Mares in for a four point hit. To be honest, just because my bench isn't that great um, at the moment, anyway, so I've not really got anyone to bring on, um, so I don't have to take that four point hit. So I'd probably do it because if an out of it is out for like three weeks, even if. Shakiri plays for three games, doesn't do anything. He's got six points more than an Outovich, so the four-point hit has paid off. The odds are he is going to get an attacking return here or there, though, Shakiri. Vankush got Kane at 12.8, so can get him back for 12.8. Yeah, I, to be fair, if that is the situation, you've not got any other immediate surgery to make, I'd probably get Aguero in for the next few games. But... I wouldn't do it right now. Just wait and see how City line up because they have got another cup game, I believe, haven't they? So if Aguero starts that, it might be looking like he might not start the game against West Brom. He could get injured, so he definitely wouldn't start the game against West Brom or he could get rested, in which case you're like, he's nailed on for that West Brom game. Ben Jay, even a mate, think I'm going to bite the bullet and do Kane to Aguero for the next three. It's a gamble, but I feel it could be the move to finally make some rank progress. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Um, the more I think about it, the more it could be worth it. It's just obviously I've tripled up on City, so I've kind of made it not an option for myself. Um, it's just, ha I'd, I'd wait obviously until the deadline to see if there's any news on how soon Jesus is back, if Aguero's injured, etc. But yeah, it is kind of that time of year where maybe sticking with the obvious choices and sticking with Kane could be a good option. Because as you say, you're making that move to make some rank progress, which obviously is a, if you need rank progress, is the way to go. You need differentials to actually get above the rest. But at the same time, sticking with the obvious choices while other people take risks could be the good way. Because the obvious choices are obvious choices for a reason. Because they've been doing well all season, they're in form. And if they still have good fixtures, then there's no real reason to look elsewhere. But obviously, um, if you do need that boost sometimes, going off the trodden path is a good way to do it. It's an interesting thought anyway. Van Kush Sterling was good against Newcastle. Yeah, didn't he? I, obviously, I wasn't watching it, but I, was, I saw some of the commentary on it. And it was like, Sane played a ball across to Sterling and he hit the bar, which for me would have been gold dust. Sane says Sterling goal. Fortunately, it didn't happen. Jensen Salaros City mid as captain for me. Yeah, I mean it's close. It's a close one, and I think um, I'm probably leaning towards Salah. Though. Van Kush had a close offside goal ruled out and had one to two great chances. If only he could have put him away, 
would have been nice. Yeah, I'll wait for the cup game where I'm sure Sterling will play up front. Well, if he does play up front, it's great for those Aguero owners. But if he doesn't, then you'd be getting a bit nervous, wouldn't you? Jensen says, Mahrez is a differential captain. Ooh. Let's have a, well, they're playing... I mean, Everton away is quite tricky. Um, obviously, Everton aren't in the best of form ever, but Allardyce said, didn't he, that he's gonna, his main focus is tightening, up, tightening them up defensively and conceding not many goals. So they probably will set up strong defensively, and it could be a tough game, especially away from home for Mares and Leicester. I mean, there's a chance, I'd say there's probably a 50% chance Leicester win 2-0, but there's also like a 50% chance Everton win 1-0. And I don't like those odds. There's a pretty high chance. I mean, I'd say there's probably a 75% chance higher that Salah gets a goal, assist or more. So I'm probably just going to go with that, to be honest. But if you want to risk Mares, it could be a good one if he does well. JP, I don't think Aguero will do well. One West Brom of good defence. Two, first goal he didn't touch. Second goal, penalty. Hopefully you get zero. And also after that, he's got Burnley who have a good defence. I mean... I've not actually seen the goals. I have seen people say it was a very lucky hat-trick, but a hat-trick nonetheless. Um, same West Brom have good defence, though. Pardew hasn't actually got them. Let's have a look. They conceded one against Everton. Kept a clean sheet against Brighton. Conceded two against West Ham. Conceded one against Arsenal. Con Kept a clean sheet against Everton, conceded three at Stoke. So, I mean, it's not cl a clean sheet defence. They have conceded some goals against poor sides then. I, I kind of expect City to rip them apart, to be honest. Um, I think under Pulis, obviously West Brom had a good defence, but Pardew's different, different kettle of fish there. And he's trying to make them play, isn't he? That's what the fans wanted. That's why Pulis left, because of the style of football, so... JP, any differentials you would recommend at the moment? Ooh. So, um, I think a safe differential is doubling up on a team that you think is going to do well. So, I've doubled up on Chelsea defence, which is kind of a differential because most people will have one Chelsea defender. So, when they do get a clean sheet, I'm actually getting above what everyone else is getting. And obviously I've doubled up on City midfield, which was popular at one point. Um, and then people kind of went off it a bit when um, Sane kind of came off form a bit and Silva started getting rotated because of the big news. So I feel like my double up on City there is kind of a big differential. Everyone has Sterling, so if he does well, you're not actually gaining anything from City. So that's why I brought in Sane. Um and I mean, I don't think Shakiri is going to be a massive differential. I think a lot of people will bring him in, but against people who obviously aren't as FPL intense as us a lot here, um, they won't have him or won't have the foresight to get him in. So against casuals, Shakiri kind of is a differential, and probably even Mares as well. The man says, Sterling is due for points for next week. Would you suggest a move of transferring Son to Sanchez and Dan Gray did Firmino to Wilson, Juve or Akazaki? But we'll have to take a mind saw. Um, I would probably wait a week on that move. I don't think Sanchez is worth a minus four yet. See how he plays 
for them. If he plays tomorrow night, obviously, you could see how he fits into the United team and maybe make a decision on that. Um, I'd probably wait and see how he fits in if he plays on the wing behind the striker, how it works, whether he links up well with Lukaku. I do think he could be a good differential option, though. Obviously, it's a, it's a very risky differential because of how much the budget he's going to take up there. And Van Kush says Sanchez is Captain Mateo in Game Week 26. Who have they got? Against Huddersfield, yeah. I mean, that screams out Sanchez captain, doesn't it? If he's fitting in well. I mean, I do expect him to fit in pretty quickly because he's played in the Premier League for years, hasn't he? Matt's hi, mate. Didn't get a notification from YouTube today. Guess I miss a lot. Have you had an enjoyable birthday? Thank you very much for tuning in. I don't know why you didn't get a notification. That's a bit annoying, but I'm glad you're in now. And yeah, my birthday was good. Thank you very much. Sanchez signed at last. Couldn't be happier. Looking to bring him in, even if I know it probably isn't the smartest move. Yeah, I mean, that's where head and heart come into play, isn't it? If you're a United fan, you're kind of expecting him to do the business, so you're more likely to bring him in as John Narty has, um, and probably captain him in some of the nice games. Because we all remember the Sanchez of last year and probably the year before as well for Arsenal, where he was scoring like a striker would, but obviously getting more points because he's a midfielder, gets the clean sheet as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw him in my team at some point before the end of the season. I'm just not sure about moving on it yet because his, his price does demand a lot from him. JP, I'm thinking, I think I'm going to keep Sun. He's good at home and everyone's getting rid of him. I mean, yeah, it could it could be a good one, um, a good move because a lot of players will have United defence. So if he does score, you're not only benefiting from keeping him, you're benefiting from people losing out on that United clean sheet. He is very good at home. Has he scored in the last five or six home games? Which is kind of, a, I think it's a record, isn't it? So, normally you wouldn't bet against him. It is a United defence. They were pretty strong. And I don't like the idea of doubling up on Spurs for this tough run and against United. So, I'll probably move him on. But um, keeping him is definitely uh, a good differential move. Matt's big differential is Sanchez. Van Chris says, don't forget what he did last season with his mindset. Yeah, Sanchez last season, as I said earlier, was dynamite, wasn't he? Jensen, who to transfer out Christiansen for? Who to transfer out Christiansen for after game week 27? There's change in fixtures and Champions League, so could get rotated. Like get Jones and double up on United. I mean, the double up on United isn't the most stupid thing I've ever heard, to be honest. In fact, it's, pretty, it's a pretty good idea from what they've done this season so far. So I think the natural replacement there is Jones. That's who I'm probably eyeing up if I do get rid of Christensen. Mats did miss out on both Aguero and Firmino. Maybe Sanchez could be the one to get before the template catches him. Yeah, I mean, if you get him in early and he does well, then you'll be laughing, won't you? Because his price will just rocket as everyone transfers him in. Um... Yeah, um, if you can do it quickly, it would be tempted. It's just with me, it would cause a lot of disruption. I mean, who could, who would I, I, if I got rid of Sun for Sanchez, how much would I have left to dabble with for the other midfielder? I'd have 
So I could do a Shakirian Sanchez for Son and Anatovic, or Mares and Shakirian, and then a lot left in the bank for maybe De Gea or Jones elsewhere. I mean, is that Mares or Shakiri or Sanchez and Shakiri? That kind of feels like it. Oh wait, no, I pressed the wrong player. Never mind. I pressed. I got rid of Sterling instead. Let's have a look if I can actually afford that now. No, I have four point six, which means I can't even. I couldn't even get Mirjevic. Because he's now gone to 4.7, so I'd have to get a like 4.5 midfielder, which I'm not really keen on, to be honest. Jan Bardsley, clean sheet, cheap defender. Got him on the bench, good fixtures coming up. Yeah, is is he playing because Loughton's injured? I think that's right, isn't it? Um, or is it Ward? Yeah, Ward's injured, actually. Has Bardsley been playing a lot recently? 4.3 million... Oh, he's played the. I mean, he's played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's played the last twelve games. I mean, if that's nailed on, if that's not nailed on, I don't know what is. Obviously, it's because of the ward injury, but um, he's apparently expected back on the thirty first of Jan. So, if that does happen, I mean, on the website it says expected back on the thirty first of Jan, which could mean Barsley's places coming to an end. So, if you'd have gotten him early, it might have been good, but might be a bit late now. JP, I'll be there for Sanchez's home debut. Oh, I'm jealous. I'm sure he'll get a massive cheer when he comes on or starts or is announced. Um, so, yeah, I'm very jealous. Van Crush, the template got dismantled, dismantled as soon as Fantasy Football Scout mentioned it. Arnie out, Sun Lingard, Salah or Blanking. Yeah, I mean, it, it did get destroyed, didn't it? Obviously, Sun bad fixtures, Arnie injured. Lingard potential rotation risk with Sanchez in. Um, I think Salah and Sterling are probably staying though, aren't they? Van Kush kind of worried about next season. Kane could be 14 million, Salah 11 million, and Alonso 7.5. Yeah, that's the issue because as soon as players become good value like Sterling, Salah, Alonso, Kane, who people have had basically all season, even Otamendi, they just hike up the price, don't they? And then you really need to reanalyze them and see if they're justifying that price or not and who is going to be this season's bargains. It's stressful, isn't it? Because the prices just keep going up and you keep getting tested with that with that budget. Matt's two free transfers could do Ericsson and Arnie to Sanchez and Fraser. Ooh. Yeah, how much is he actually? I uh considered him. I do like the look of him though when he's been playing recently. Five point one million. Could be a good one. Ericsson and Arnie out for Sanchez and Fraser. Big differential, that could work for you. Or Milojevic, who's on pens for Palace. I'm not mentioning him a lot, but it's rare you get that cheap of a player on pens. Van Kuschelouten is okay. Barsley being preferred as of now. There we go then. So was Ward the left back? I can't even remember properly now. Burnley, Newcastle looks like a no-no. Hopefully. I mean, um, yeah, I'll probably start Elliot. Hopefully he plays. If not, I have Fabianski against Arsenal, which is a guaranteed clean sheet. The running's on. So, yeah, fill in the polls now, and then I'll go over them ASAP. And see what all you guys think about 
this game week, next game week, etc, etc. Obviously I'll throw up that design quickly. If you guys weren't in the stream before, I'm working on a, pro, uh, a new project and this design over here is potentially going to be printed on a t-shirt and sold. So if you guys are interested in it, fill out the poll and say that you like it or you don't like it, etc. We'd just have to some feedback on what you think of it. Um, but yeah, we'd like to hear what you think. JP, any other player you would bring in for Sun instead of Mares? Um That's a tough one. At the 8 million mark, probably Pogba, although the fixtures aren't great. Um, I do think with the addition of Sanchez, he's just got a number of people he can assist and play off, you know what I mean? So it could work very well. Um, Van Cush Ward left back injured, so Taylor playing there. Mm, there we go. There we go. Van Cush knows the information. Yeah, I mean, Pogba would be a nice one. If I could afford it, I'd probably get Mahrez and Pogba for Sun and Anatovic, but I can't quite scrape the cash together. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go over the polls now. So, do you like the design? 69% of people say I love it. 23% say it's okay, but needs some work. 7% say it's not for me, which is fair enough. Thank you very much. I did get very good response on um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter about the design. So hopefully if I put it into print, it will be quite popular. I'm going to try and make it as cheap as possible as well because there are certain websites where you just print on demand on how many people order, but it would it would make the t-shirt very expensive so I'm trying to contact a supplier so I can get it in bulk cheap and then sell the t-shirts as cheap as possible so who are you choosing Aguero Harry Kane or both 30% of people are going for Aguero 46% of people are sticking with Harry Kane and then 23% of people are going with both I'm very jealous of the people with both because it's kind of like a win-win situation. You can't really lose either way. Um, and I'm kind of jealous. I'm, I'm a bit worried about the amount of people that are going to be getting Aguero, but it's not really feasible with my team at the moment. Who will you captain for game week 25? Hazard slash Morata, Kane, Salah, Aguero, other comments. Um, so 7% are with Hazard or Morata, which is fair enough. Hazard's looking good again. 0% Kane, which is understandable. Watch him go and score like five goals now. 38% with Agu uh, Salah. And 46% with Aguero. 7% with other. It's probably maybe a City mid or something. But yeah, as expected, most popular ones are Salah and Aguero. And most people are favouring Aguero. A man says, in the long run, who likely will get the mo most points between De Bruyne or Sanchez? Hazard, same bracket, but don't feel like going near him. Um, it's a tricky one, isn't it? That I th it was it was said, wasn't it, that De Bruyne has been playing more football than he wanted to because of obviously Silver's situation. So that kind of does worry me that it might get rotated a bit in the future, probably in the cup game. So um, I think Sanchez's added goal threat and the fact he'll get in the box probably means that he'll score more because he'll just be involved a lot more in United goals. 
And although De Bruyne can get assists from set pieces, etc., he's a bit further back and usually gets the assist of the assists. August says, hi boss, got Aguero, can it be a good move to swap Kane to Lacazette for next game week? Then maybe Lukaku for the two after. Of course, I will get Kane back at game week 28. If you can afford to do that, if you can afford to sell Kane and will definitely have enough money in the bank to get him back at the end, playing those fixtures could be a very good way of gaining some um, points on people. Personally, I'm still not convinced about Lacazette. As obviously, I think he's a good player, but he's just not quite doing the business consistently. I think Lukaku could be a good shout, but then again, the two after, one of them includes Burnley, which is, could be a bit tough, although the clean sheets have tailed off a bit. Mats could get all my biggest problems gone with a minus four. Eriksen, Arnie, Gavalunta, Sanchez, Milosevic, Wilson. It's tempting, isn't it, when you see something like that? Um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's, I don't think it's probably worth taking a hit for Wilson just because of the amount of strikers that Bournemouth have. When they are all fit, he's going to get rotated a bit, which is annoying. But at the moment, he is looking like a good option. and I think the fixtures are pretty nice, so let's have a look who they've got at next. Well, they've got Chelsea next, but after that, they've got Stoke, Huddersfield, Newcastle, Leicester. So, yeah, that could work out well, to be fair. As Van Cush says, Lacazette could struggle against Swansea like Liverpool. It's potential. And I don't think Lacazette and Arsenal are in as good as form as Liverpool at the moment, anyway. A man, Maguire is really tempting defensive option. Yeah, especially with the fixtures, actually. That's a very good point. I think I'll... Because... As well, from set pieces, they aim at him, don't they? And he either has a shot with his head or tries to flick it across and can get um, can get an assist there. Vankush rather keep game, get a grow slash Lukaku next week. Yeah, I mean, that could be a good option as well. I'd pro I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced by Lacazette, to be honest. Jean, final decision. No changes this week. Two free transfers next round. Unless there are injuries during the week, weekend been do, doing too many hits. My first season, yeah. To be fair, I think if you save your transfer and don't take a hit, that's that could be like winning four points because I do think a lot of people will be taking hits this week, getting rid of Spurs players, getting rid of the injured Arnautovic, getting in Aguero, etc. So saving that transfer could effectively be like getting an extra four points. Jensen, I refuse to get Sanchez in the season because I can't justify him with that price tag. Yeah, I think for me to get him in, he'll have to show signs of getting a lot of goals, either be on pens, taking free kicks, or being in the box a lot for United crosses. So I'm just going to analyse that. Obviously, they play tomorrow night, so that could give us an indication of how they line up. The odds are, though, that there's going to be a bit of rotation there. Van Kush Huddersfield conceded nine in the last three. Salah captain locked in. Tuesday night could be pretty bad if you don't captain him and everyone does. Yeah, I think you're right there, to be fair. It's kind of an obvious choice and it's obvious for a reason. Would be a big red arrow, just three games that night. Yeah, very true. Mervyn made my decision, we'll wait for news on Anatovic, but even if he's injured, won't take the four-point hit because he cause had a bad game week 24. Yeah, I think that's probably a wise choice because... 
after a bad game week, people's um, natural reaction is to go and take a hit, which makes it worse, rather than stay patient and trust the players that they've got, the fact that they've got them for a reason, etc. So I think that could be a good point. JP, I already have all bright, so it's a bad idea if I get Morris for some. I, uh, I don't really think so, because the fixtures are so nice. And out of which, I think Mahrez is the best player to have from Leicester. So that's not really a risk. I think the the risky choice would be Albrighton, but he's not an expensive risk. He's kind of in place of like a Richarlison or a Shaqiri. And I think with those fixtures, he has a good of a chance of doing well as either of them. And then if Leicester do do really well, you kind of double up on them. Uh, the the thing is, I think Mahrez will soon become template and everyone has him. So if he does well, you're not really gaining that much. So if Leicester do well, you're kind of gaining because you have two of them. So yes, we'll slowly start to wrap it up in the next five minutes, sending your last few questions and I'll go over them. But I'd like to thank you all again uh, for a great uh, live stream and for tuning in and asking questions and getting me thinking about my team and the options. Um, obviously, if you're watching this later, you've made it this far, you probably deserve to subscribe just so you can tune into one of these at a later date and actually ask me live questions and turn on the notifications so you know exactly when I go live or follow me on social media because I post it on there and any other things to do with my team on there as well. And if you're watching this back and want to ask me questions, do find me on social media, FPL Boss on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Vanquish United, highest for shots allowed in the last three to four game weeks. Yeah, it's in the box as well, which is a bit worrying, but it's De Gea, isn't it? He's mad. It's De Gea and Jones. Jones either blocks it with an outrageous fly across the net or De Gea just with cat reflexes keeps it out. Jean says, luckily to have avoided all their injuries that seem to be uh, ruining many teams right now. Yeah, very, very... If that situation happens, you're like, oh, I'm lucky I've not got these amount of injuries. Sometimes it's best to just stick with your team because other teams are going to be taking hits. So not making taking hits is kind of like an instant leap. JP, all brightness, 3% owned. Good differential there then. And he's cheap, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a massive risk. Like, the thing that puts me off Sanchez is if he doesn't do well, that's 11.7 million if you budget wasted on nothing. But Albrighton is like 5.5, 5.6, has good fixtures, is nailed on. Lankush <clears throat> Kane could surely get in something there. Yeah, to be fair, Kane could score against United, wipes out those United clean sheets. Hurts those people that sold him, although we're going out outscore him. Um, long term, it might kick him. Reza, 3am now. Wow, that is commitment. Thank you very much for staying tuned in. Jensen Martin, when do you think Mario's price tag will go up? Because once again, before this game week, before the price rise. Let me just have a look, actually, on one of the apps. I've not actually looked at price change thing in ages. I think it's important at the beginning of the season to do it um, because you want to build team value so you can build the best team as you can in the second 
half of the season, but at this stage of the season, you're just concentrating on points, really. I don't know, actually. It doesn't indicate very clearly when he's looking to go up. I feel like he might have recently gone up. I feel like he was 8.6 and now he's 8.7. I think someone in the chat will probably be able to let me know. There we go. Van Kush already gone up once, not expecting one this week again. There we go. Matt's Sanchez and Aguero on the same price tag. Why is then Sanchez too expensive? Sanchez outscored Aguero last year, so the potential is there quite equal, I think. Yeah, I think it's... The difference is, at the moment, City are scoring like four goals every week, aren't they? Um, and a lot of that will be channeled through Aguero, most likely over the next few weeks, while he's not getting rotated. Um, obviously... United weren't scoring as many goals as City, but now Pogba's back, they are scoring more, which could benefit Sanchez, as you say. He's not playing as far forward as Aguero, so there will be situations where, or it's more likely for this to be situations where he isn't involved where he would have been if he was in a role like Aguero. But at the same time, when he is involved, because he can get clean sheets and he's a midfielder, gets the extra point for a goal, there's a debate whether it makes up for it. It's just the thing that doesn't clinch it for me is at Arsenal, he wasn't just a finest price tag. So although he's moved to United, they're not scoring that many more goals than Arsenal this season, to be honest. So why does it suddenly become just uh, why does it suddenly become justifiable for his price tag? To be fair, with Pogba back. Um, and Lingard's form, maybe Lukaku will come back in form. He might start scoring more goals, to be fair, but I'd rather wait and see than pull the trigger straight away. In long term, Sanchez will probably be more nailed on than Aguero. That is true. And to be fair, City doesn't have the best of fixtures next five game weeks in all the Cups. Jesus back soon. For me, Sanchez is tempting. Yeah, I mean... A good maybe a good way of playing it is getting Aguero until he's until Jesus is back and then moving that money into Sanchez if he's then in form that could be a good way of manoeuvring it I just want to wait and see if he is prolific like he was last season and the season before he, he hasn't been that prolific so far this season so um, that's what's holding me back to be honest but I mean I wouldn't be surprised if he does become prolific in United's attack. 4am here from Mervyn. Time to go. Looking forward to watching Sanchez play for United and all the best for everyone this game week. Thanks for tuning in. As always, Mervyn. And good commitment there. 4am. Wow. Van Kush, De Gea cannot save everything. Kane has five to six shots every week. Anything could go in. Mark Southerns is captaining him. Well, A, yeah, very true. But then again, when... That United-Arsenal game where Arsenal had about a million shots and he saved all of them could happen. I wouldn't be surprised if Kane scored, though. I'm, I wouldn't be as brave to go with Mark Sullivan's and captain him, though, to be honest, because there could be a clean sheet there for United. I wouldn't be surprised by that either. JP Martial, do you know whether David Silva will play? Uh, Martial, I'm not that tempted by because of that added rotation with Sanchez. Do you know whether David Silva will play? It's not really certain at the moment. De Bruyne has said that he's having to play more games because Silva is kind of in and out of the team because of his situation. So it's still looking a bit uncertain. 
unfortunately. Vanquish wider players not owned much go down in value like Ozil and Sanchez. Why do they go down in value or why don't they go down in value? Players only go down when they are net transferred out by people who have them. So I think quite a few people will have got Sanchez in its either the beginning of the season or when he came back and then transferred him out again um, in a big rush. So it is because of net transfers. Like Even though they're owned by a small percentage, if all that small percentage decides to sell them on one game week, it's still going to be um, a lot of net transfers because there are 5.5 million people playing this game. A man says, I have Masuaku, but West Ham defence is as leaky as the warming Greenland ice sheet, considering getting chilled to keep to keep calm. One thirty a.m. There, wow! Every credit there. Um, I'd probably keep Masuaku for the Palace game. I think Chilwell is looking like a good option there with Leicester's fixtures, so I don't blame you for make that um, make that change at all. Joshua Oram, yay, Salah's your captain, high FPL boss. Um, I see I've got here near the end again. Yes, Salah is going to be a captain. I think he's the obvious choice. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, but it is close to the end, unfortunately. As you can tell from my voice, it's going a bit, but um, it will be available on playback. So hopefully, if you have the time, you can catch up. So yeah, unfortunately, Josh, I'm going to wrap it up there because I've been going for an hour and a bit now. But um, as always, thank you all for your questions and the discussion. It does help me make my decisions and hopefully... I this helps you make some of your decisions as well. If you're watching this back and you made it to this point and you haven't subscribed already, then you probably deserve to so you can get involved with this chat live um, and ask me questions. So yeah, if you've got any more questions, find me on social media. Um, I'm going to probably stream at least once before the Game Week 25 deadline. Um, maybe twice, we'll see. And yeah, I'll keep update on social media. But thank you for a great stream as always. And uh, enjoy the cup games, I guess. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. See you later, guys.